Well, hello, I'm Dr. Shante Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, and it truly is my pleasure to bring you this encouraging message for today. We're in the series, I'm Building Something, and this is part nine, and I am excited about you being fortified for the journey. So let's go ahead and bow and jump right in. Most gracious and heavenly Father God, we thank you. We thank you for this word today. We thank you for your word that continues to encourage us and bring light into our darkest hours. We thank you that it is fortified to move us forward and strengthen us for the journey. We thank you, Father, for your word today. And we come ready to receive your word. We, ready, we come ready to hear what you have to say. So we're asking, Lord, that you speak to me and speak through me so that those that are listening are empowered and impacted in such a way, oh God, that they will be forever changed changed into the way you would have for them to be. It's in Jesus' name that we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Well, God bless each and every one of you. I'm telling you, I'm excited about this word. And I already told, told you a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today. And that is I'm building something series. And this is part nine. And today's message is fortified for the journey, fortified for the journey. And we're going to be reading in Nehemiah chapter number eight, and I'm reading selective passages for you today. I'm going to start at verse one, one through three, and then jump um, to verse eight. And then I'll tell you where we're going from there. It says, when the seventh month came to the Israelites and the Israelites had settled in their towns, all the people gathered together at the square in front of the water gate. They asked Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses that the Lord had given Israel. On the first day of the seventh month, Ezra, the priest, brought the law before the assembly of men, women, and all who could listen with understanding. While he was facing the square in the front of the water gate, he read out of, the, out of it from daybreak until noon before the men, the women, and those who could understand. All the people listened attentively to the book of the law. I'm going to skip down to uh, verse eight. And the Bible says, they read out of the book of the law of God, translating and giving the meaning so that the people could understand what was read. Nehemiah, the governor, Ezra, the priest and scribe, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to all of them, this day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people were weeping as they heard the words of the law. Then he said to them, go and eat what is rich, drink what is sweet, and send portions to those who have nothing prepared, since today is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, because the joy of the Lord is your stronghold. And the Levites quieted all the people, saying, be still, since today is holy, do not grieve. Then all the people began to eat and drink, send portions, and have a great celebration because they had understood the words that were explained to them. Verses 13 and 14 in the Bible says, on the second day, the family members of all the people along with the priests and Levites assembled before Ezra the scribe to study the words of the law. They found written in the law how the Lord had commanded through Moses that the Israelites should dwell in booths during the festival of the seventh month and then drop down to verse 18. Ezra read out of the book of the law of God every day from the first day to the last. The Israelites celebrated the festival for seven days. And on the eighth day, 
there was an assembly according to the ordinance. When I say we're going to rejoice today, we're going to rejoice. Why? Because we're talking about feasts and celebrations. And yes, we are building something. But as they were building, there was a time that they celebrated. You see, I'm in the midst of building. And I think I told you guys that I want to enjoy the journey. Anytime you're building something, you want to enjoy what you're doing. But there comes a time where you could either be frustrated in trying to get it done, or you can wait on the Lord and recognize that what he is doing, his timing is perfect. Oh, we even look at our lives. We look at our businesses. We look at our careers. We look at our plans and we say, Lord, it's not lining up with the way that I want it. I don't know about you, but I had planned when I was really young, the engineer in me does come out, guys. I had planned when I was very, very young that I was going to be married by 18. I was going to have my first kid then so that when I'm 36, my first kid would be 18 years old. Did that make sense? None whatsoever. But I had a plan. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't have a plan, but we submit all of our plans to the Lord. If we're going to build something right, remember, I go back to the, the psalm that says, except the Lord built the house, they labor in vain that builds it. He kind of probably laughs at a lot of our plans. But what I want to tell you is if we are trusting God, if we are following God, then everything is going to work out for our good. All things work together for those that love God and are called according to his purpose. I will tell you this. One thing that I am, uh, I have a mission to do that I'm fighting for is women who are devastated by loss. And then going through that, the number one thing that I tell them that they need is that spiritual foundation. That is what's going to bring resilience. So let's look at the word today because it backs it up and how we do what we do. So first of all, let me just tell you, in the seventh month is really known as Feast of Tabernacles, or we start with the Feast of Tabernacles, um, our modern day Rosh Hashanah identify for us in Levi the 23rd chapter as well as the 24th chapter, but it is a call for repentance, but it's also a call for celebration. See, in the first three verses, as I read, just as a reminder, Ezra read the word to the people. The people listened attentively, but notice they stood up for the word. There was a respect for the word of God. We need to respect the word of God these days and we act like it's not gonna come to pass. But those that believe it, those that trust in it, those that walk in it, those that are doing what it says are reaping the benefits. I'm a living testimony to that. If you look at my life, in many instances, they've always asked, well, why do you always have these checks coming in? Why are you always blessed? I believe I am standing on it flat-footed. I know for surety that God takes care of me. And I am going to continue to lift his name on high because he has been good and very good. Song says, every time I turn around, he keeps on blessing me. And I will testify to that every day of my life. He has never left me nor forsaken me. And as David says, I was young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. He makes sure he comes through 
for you. So Ezra was reading to the people in the first three verses that I read, and they stood up for the word. They wanted to receive the word, which is the second part, the eighth through the 12th verse. The Levites explain the word of God. Sometimes we don't understand what the word is saying, and we need those in the body of Christ that God has set, those teachers, those pastors, to be able to break down the word for us so that we understand what it is. We want to be able to receive it. And notice they said, this day is holy. It's always holy whenever you're reading the word of God. This day is holy. He says, eat what is rich, drink what is sweet. But you're going to enjoy because we're going to be celebrating here, but also give. And we could go into the whole stewardship thing. I'm not going to go into that today, but you take something for yourself, but you also give some to those who are without and they don't have. So we want to always be mindful of that. But the key verse here is verse 10, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your stronghold. We are rejoicing in the fact that we have relationship, that we are in covenant with a covenant keeping God that cannot fail, that is more than able to do exceeding and abundantly. He can do immeasurably more. He is able to handle every single problem that we bring to him. And he already knows it before we even bring it. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is Jehovah Tiskanu. He is Jehovah Nisi. He is Jehovah Shalom. He is Jehovah, the great I am, that I can do anything that you're asking me to do. I am sovereign, Lord. I reign over everything. There is no giant that can defeat me, no battle that can overtake me, no victory that is won without me. I am the Lord. Oh, that is good news. That is a reason to rejoice. And when we stand in it, when we look on it and we are walking in what God has said that we're supposed to do when you are doing what God has called you to do. Your purposes and your plans cannot be defeated. Hear me and hear me good. His word is sure and very sure. It shall not ever fail. So we need to be able to receive the engrafted word of God because it is able to not only change our souls, but it's able to change others and to change our lives completely. Then the 13th and the 14th verses of family leaders were now assembled. Oh boy. And they were reading the law. This time they studied the word. And so they could respond appropriately. And they started responding. Why? Because then it recognized for them the Feast of Tabernacles. This was supposed to happen on the 15th day. Uh, on the 15th day, they were supposed to then dwell in these booths. And so they said, go out, go get them. Let's do this. And they were celebrating for seven days to identify for us in the 18th verse. But what I also want to bring to your attention is that on Jesus's time, it was the same feast, the same feast. And on the last day that, you know, the last day they poured out the drink offering as part of this feast. And that is when Jesus stood up in John, the seventh chapter, the 37th and the 38th verse. And he says, come unto me, all ye that are thirsty, I will give you drink. Jesus said, I am the one you need to come to. I will pour out. Oh, this is good news. It is so good. Can you imagine being there that day? You're going through the celebration as usual. And this is the last day of the celebration. You've been rejoicing in the Lord, and rejoicing in his word and knowing what he has said and knowing what he has done and testifying to his goodness and glory and in his presence and all of this. And Jesus stands up when they're pouring out the drink offering that says, hey, that he's going to pour out his spirit on the people. And Jesus says, all you that are thirsty, 
come to me. He says he is the way, the truth, and the life. No man is going to come to the Father except through him. If you want the spirit of God to reign over your life, if you want the anointing of God, even the more, Jesus is the answer to whatever that question is. So I'm just going to remind you the three points that I gave you as well. I was just breaking it down for you. You need to respect the word. That means that you need to stand in it and you need to submit to it. You need to receive the word. You need to be strengthened by it and get your stability from it. And the four, the third one is that you need to respond to the word. That means you then have to study it. You need to sanctify yourself, set it apart in your life that you are going to actually do this. And then sing about his goodness and his glory in the midst of all of it. In other words, celebrate. So here, I'm going to break it down for you again. Wait on it wait on the word, trust in it, trust in the word, yield to it, yield to the word, bask in it, bask in the word, stand on it, stand on the word, walk in it, walk out that word and be it. Be the light that God has called you to be. Be the salt that he has called you to be in this earth. This is your time. You are fortified for this process, fortified for the journey. There's a journey that he has you on and he wants you to enjoy. The only way you're going to do that is if you receive the word and respond to it. But you've got to respect it in order to do that. I'm Dr. Shante Haynes. Look, let's go ahead and pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word again, Lord. We thank you that it encourages our hearts and our souls and whatever we need, you've already provided. You told us that we were fearfully and wonderfully made even before the foundation of the world. You handpicked us and you formed us and you purposed for us to be who we are today. Help us to see ourselves through the eyes of the cross, that we would see the image that we are bearing, oh God, and that image that we are bearing is one of you, that we are doing things according to your will and your way. We're not settling, Lord, that we have an excellent spirit, just like Caleb and Joshua, that we are going to go in and conquer whatever mountain you want us to conquer, wherever you want us to go. We are building something, but you are building us up first and foremost so that we can go out to do what you've called us to do. Help us to respect your word even more that when it is read, we know for a fact that it is you speaking to us, not just some mere mortal man, not just someone who was reading from it that might be fallible, but that it is the engrafted word. Lord, it is your word and we worship your word. We worship you, oh God. Whatever you say is coming to pass. You told us that we are more than conquerors. You said that we shall not be defeated, that whatever you have already planned for each and every one of us, it shall come to fruition. If we would just keep our eyes on you, we could stay in perfect peace. You said that we should be anxious for nothing, but in all things by prayer, supplication with thanksgiving to make our requests know and we do and you said you would give us your peace thank you god that we don't worry we pray thank you father that when we receive that word our lives are forever changed our attitudes are changed our outlook is changed we don't compare ourselves with anybody else but we look to the light we look to you and you have already predetermined early on who we are. Oh, we're not going to doubt our abilities because you gave them to us. We're not going to second guess what our capabilities are because you gave that to us to help us, oh God. Oh, to be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord because we are receiving your word. We are responding to your word, oh God, because we respect it. 
Oh, thank you, Father, for blessing and encouraging each and every one of our hearts and our souls, Lord. This day, we know that we are yours. We don't waver. That we have been called. We don't waver. And we have been equipped. And we don't waver. It's in Jesus' name. That mighty, wonderful name. It's because of all that he has done that we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Again, I'm Dr. Shantae Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries. It truly is my pleasure that this word is going to be received by you and you're going to walk in it. Don't let anybody tell you any differently. You are God's child. And as his child, he says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Have an absolutely fantastic rest of your day. God bless. Find us online at shantahaines.com. That's C-H-O-N-T-A-H-A-Y-N-E-S.com. We are a division of Heart to Heart Truth Ministries and Heart to Heart Truth Foundation. Donations are welcome at shantahaines.com backslash foundation. At Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, we're helping believers live an abundant life based on God's word, standing on his promises, walking out his principles, sharing with God's people, serving as unto the Lord.